0: Shalom. Welcome to another episode of God's Little Hummingbird, the podcast where we are reading through the Bible from the beginning to the end using the original languages as a guide. Today we are in 2 Samuel chapter 16. And if you remember, this is when David is fleeing from Absalom. This is so important because it actually affects the future kingdom coming. Because when Zadok stayed faithful to David during this rebellion, He and his descendants got blessed. And if you go and read Ezekiel chapter 40 to the end, and you read about that third temple when Messiah has returned, you will see that the sons of Zadok are blessed for this obedience like eternally. So guys, remember that you can pass on a blessing or a curse to your children Obey God. Stay faithful to those he has called. Be humble. Be obedient. It's a beautiful thing. So I pray, Father God, opens our eyes, ears, and hearts to his truth, and may we begin. When David was a little past the top of the mountain, there was Ziba the servant of Mephibosheth. Now remember, Mephibosheth was the son of of Jonathan, so he was the grandson of Saul. And Saul had been the enemy of David, but John, um, David had promised Jonathan not to kill his posterity. Keep that in mind. Who met him with a couple of saddled donkeys. So Ziba is the servant of Mephibosheth. And on them 200 loaves of bread, 100 clusters of raisins, 100 summer fruits, and a skin of wine. And the king said to Ziba, what do you mean to do with these? So Ziba said, The donkeys are for the king's household to ride on, the bread and summer fruit for the young men to eat, and the wine for those who are faint in the wilderness to drink. The king said, And where is your master's son? So where is Mephibosheth? And Ziba said to the king, Indeed, he is staying in Jerusalem, for he said, Today the house of Israel will restore the the kingdom to my father. I'm sorry today the house of Israel will restore the kingdom of my father to me. I believe Ziba is telling the truth. Later you are going to, I believe, see Mephibosheth lie. So Mephibosheth, because remember his father had been killed in a battle, but his grandfather had also, and it was for the unfaithfulness to Yahweh. But of course, many people still defend their forefathers and their own sins. This is interesting to know. So Mephibosheth is like, yeah, now I'll be king because he was in line to be king if Saul had continued to rule. Verse four, so the king said to Ziba, here, all that belongs to Mephibosheth is yours. So David's like, here, you can have it. And Ziba said, I humbly bow before you that I may find favor in your sight, my lord, O king. Now, when David came to Bahurim, there was a man from the family of the house of Saul whose name was Shai, again, another person of his enemy. Saul was the ruling clan, but he was, Saul had disobeyed God. So Shimei came out, he came out cursing continuously as he came and he threw stones at David and at all the servants of King David and all the people and all the mighty men were on his right hand and on his left. Also Shimei said thus when he cursed, come out, come out you bloodthirsty man, you rogue. He's mad at David and he thinks, oh look, at David's getting paid back for his wickedness. But David hadn't done wrong. This was a bad thing. I mean he had done wrong with the area in the area of Bathsheba, right? And that is why God raised up this enemy from his own home. Remember, that was part of the curse from the prophet when he came to him and warned him to repent. And David did repent, but he said, God said, you know, an enemy was going to come from your own home. You're going to have trouble. And that's what Absalom's doing. But here's Shimei not understanding this is the punishment of Yahweh upon David, but David was still a man after God's own heart. So Shimei gets himself in trouble here. You're going to see that he's doing wrong, even though he thinks he's right. So this is why I say, when you see a child of God being disciplined or corrected, never, ever turn against them. Act self-righteous or judgmental. Pray for their repentance. Be merciful. Yahweh, Yahweh has brought upon you all the blood of the house of Saul, even though David didn't kill him. In whose place you have reigned. So Shimei is like, see, you should name me king. It should be my family. But that's not true. Yahweh had anointed David. And Yahweh has delivered the kingdom into the hand of Absalom, your son. So now you are caught in your own evil because you are a bloodthirsty man. He is reviling and falsely accusing, which is one of the Ten Commandments not to break. Falsely accusing David. Then Abishai, the son of Zariah, said to the king, Why should this dead dog curse my lord, the king? Please, let me go over and take off his head. (laughs) He's like, I mean, Abishai sees this guy's wrong and foolish. And he's like, let me just go take his head off. I mean, maybe a little extreme. But the king said, What have I to do with you, you sons of Zariah? So let him curse, because Yahweh said to him, Curse David. Who then shall say, Why have you done so? And David said to Abishai and to all his servants, See how my son, who came from my own body, seeks my life. How much more now may this Benjamite let him alone and let him curse, for so Yahweh has ordered him. So David's like, I'm just accepting what Yahweh has done, because he remembered probably the curse that had been put upon him. He remembered the consequence of his actions of killing Uriah, and sleeping with Bathsheba. But he also knows that God will avenge him if he just stays humble to accept his punishment, right? It may be that Yahweh will look on my affliction and that Yahweh will repay me with good for his cursing this day. He knew God. And I've done the same and you should do the same. If somebody's cursing you and being wicked to you and angry and mean to you and falsely accusing you, let God avenge. And as David and his men went along the road, Shimei went along the hillside opposite him and cursed as he went, threw stones at him and kicked up dust. Now the king and all the people who were with him became weary, so they refreshed themselves there. Meanwhile, Absalom and all the people, the men of Israel, came to Jerusalem and Hithophel was with him. And so it was when Hushai the archite, David's friend, remember he's the spy, came to Absalom, that Hushai said to Absalom, long live the king, long live the king. So Absalom said to Hushai, is this your loyalty to your friend? Why did you not go with your friend? So, you know, Absalom has some hesitations because he's like, he was friends with David. And Hushai said to Absalom, no, but whom Yahweh and his people and all the men of Israel choose, his I will be, and with him I will remain. Furthermore, whom should I serve? Should I not serve in the presence of his son as I have served in your father's presence? So will I be in your presence. So Hushai is lying. This is not wrong in this instance to tell but not truth, because Absalom is not one of God's children. He has to pretend, he has to hide what is going on. Then Absalom said to Ahithophel, Give advice as to what we should do. And remember, David had prayed that the counsel of Ahithophel would be put to nothing, brought to nothing, and he sent um, um, Hushai literally to overcome his counsel. And Ahithophel said to Absalom, go into your father's concubines whom he has left to keep the house and all Israel will he- will, healer, will hear that you are abhorred by your father. Okay, now that was part of the prophecy. Go back and read the curses that were put on David after he killed um, Uriah and when he slept with Bathsheba that the, somebody was going to openly sleep with his wives because David had done it in secret. So here, Hushai still doesn't, he's not, um, countering the advice of Ahithophel, but that's going to come. So go into your father's concubines who he has left to keep the house, and all Israel will hear that you are, are bored by your father. Then the hands of all who are with you will be strong. So they pitched a tent for Absalom on the top of the house, and Absalom went into his father con- father's concubines in the sight of all Israel. How disgusting. Now the advice of Ahithophel, which he gave in those days, was as if one had inquired of the oracle of God. So was all the advice of Ahithophel, both with David End with Absalom, so the plot thickens. But we see in this, as this, um, we see some a few examples here for us as believers. If something, if you feel Yahweh <laughs> and your tells you to hide something from the wicked, obey. Like Hushai was not wrong to hide from Absalom that David has sent him. He needed to protect Absalom. In fact, he's going to get blessed for that. The other thing is, is if you see one of God's children being disciplined, never. Never judgmentally think, oh, you deserve this. Just keep our hearts humble and our hands, our hearts pure and humble. Much love to you all.